Hello, and welcome to The Dish podcast. I'm Lawrence Russell, Deputy Editor at Connectivity Business News. I'm joined by Gianluca Rodolfi, uh, Chief Commercial Officer at Satelio. Um, Gianluca, uh, great to have you here. Well, thank you very much for having me. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure. Terrific. We've been uh, excited to uh, chat with you. Um, last year, you happened to mention that you uh, that you described space as akin to the gold rush of the 1800s. Does that encompass the dangers and uncertainty of that period as well as the great potential? Well, that's a very nice question. <clears throat> um, probably when I was referring to it, I was uh, I was referring to the fact that um, here on Earth, um, most of the business um, models already taken. There's a lot of uh, uh, competitiveness. And uh, whenever you look at what's happening uh, up in, in the sky, um, <clears throat> there are still a lot of things to be done. Mainly because uh, until uh, probably 2010, 2012, like 10 years ago, it was very tough to go and, uh, and, and send satellites um, to space. So now, <clears throat> thanks to mainly to SpaceX and uh, other followers, uh, many companies like uh, ours in different sectors can finally go and uh, take advantage of the view from from the sky. So <clears throat> there are a lot of opportunities. I made the comparison with the gold rush uh, back in the US. Okay, looking much more at the upside of it than the downside. Uh, there will be for sure some uh, some other. Um, Downside of it, maybe some company will uh, will not uh, will not succeed. Some maybe some business model will not the appropriate one. But I'm certain that uh, there's a lot of opportunity up there, and uh, uh, we are taking our share of it. Fantastic. So last month, uh, the company spoke about the 250 billion dollar opportunity in the upstream operations business for oil and gas, as defined by uh, McKinsey. Could you expand a little on that? How, how do how do companies uh, rise to the front of that race? Who gets uh, the biggest share of this pie? What do they need to be doing? Well, this is a study from McKinsey, and it's not the only one. There are many studies that are uh, looking at the uh, oil and gas uh, upstream, downstream, uh, the distribution, and um, clearly uh, most of it is um, on areas where there's. Uh, very little or no um, coverage. There's no possibility of having connectivity. Therefore, many many of the things that are happening are not uh, are not controlled or cannot be repaired. Okay, so we're talking about leakages. We're talking about uh, stealing oil. We're talking about uh, um, turning on or off a valve in uh, at a certain place. Okay, so. All these uh, um, operations and saving have been evaluated. Uh, IoT is playing a very key role on it. IoT, of course, is limited to where the connectivity is or uh, to very, very expensive uh, satellite connectivity. And that's what brings the 5G IoT connectivity from, uh, uh, from satellite. That in, uh, in simple terms, it brings the coverage of a telecom operator uh, outside the coverage of a telecom operator, passing through the satellite constellation and enabling uh, uh, 
at basically no change in cost um, coverage everywhere in the planet. So that's 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 what we bring into the oil and gas industry. Uh, in, in that same uh, sort of commentary, uh, Nils Compierre, your head of roaming, mentioned the oil and gas industry's difficulties being stuck between tightening environmental regulations and aging equipment. How can connectivity solutions like yours bring the industry up to date and put it on the right track? Well, that's very similar to what um, uh, I just mentioned. There's a need, uh, not just in oil and gas, but in many other uh, um, use cases of... Uh, digitalize as much as possible. So digitalizing, uh, and we've been seeing it, uh, it started probably at home uh, with digitalization of uh, like a thermostat or uh, the, the TV with the remote control, uh, anything that we have at home. And then it uh, it came to us with the cellular phone, the smartwatch uh, and, and more and more uh, sensors in the house, on us, in the city. But there's a limitation, a limitation again is the connectivity. So as I mentioned before, this kind of digitization is the, the one that is bringing efficiency. Efficiency uh, means uh, better use of the global uh, resources of the planet. Right. So you mentioned uh, a lot of these advantages to be fairly similar to your work in Maritime, which you also talked about last year um, and uh, how that relates to your constellation T42. Uh, you mentioned that shipping companies could save 47 billion euros annually with the use of certain digitization tools. Could you break that down for us? Yeah, so again, this is a, an independent study um, brought to us and done by T42. It includes the uh, the avoidance of uh, of um, uh, stealing and losing uh, containers. Maybe I can remember now if it was over three years or five years, but that's uh, that's uh, the um, that's their study. <coughs> the the key thing here is that th there are more than forty five million containers uh, in, uh, around the, the the world. Very few of them actually they are uh, digitalized. It means that you don't know that much about the container. It, you probably know where it is because it's scanned at, at the key points where it, it goes through. So it, it's in a port, it's on the truck, and this might be right or wrong. And uh, sometimes the delays can, uh, you know, can get you wrong information for a week. Okay, because if you have uh, information that the container is uh, loaded on a, on a on the boat in uh, Rotterdam, and then. Uh, until it gets to New York, and then you say, "Ah, it's not here," because actually it stayed in the <laughs> in the port. You don't know it for a, for a few days. So the, <clears throat> the information that on containers, just to give you an idea, is um, uh, of course uh, opening uh, position, um, door opening, percussion to see if somebody is trying to steal to open, to steal something or to put something inside that you might maybe uh, you know you want to, to sneak in. And uh, <clears throat> temperature, very important for the global uh, cold chain and end-to-end -end, uh, tracking. Um, and that's basically what, what the digitization is, uh, is, going, uh, is going through. Uh, <clears throat> there are some announcements from other big companies. Uh, uh, from, uh, I mean, it was announced for probably a few months ago from uh, Apaglioid. They are installing uh, on their 700,000 
containers, uh, small devices to do that, to, to this ladder, uh, and there are much more to come. So, <clears throat> all in all, again, this is the digitalization of uh, an industry that has not been digitalized for different reasons. And the, the, key, the key barrier was mainly uh, the cost and the cost of connectivity. Right. Uh, speaking of costs of connectivity, uh, are remote customers and maritime players offering a large enough revenue to balance the costs of running a Leo constellation? We saw a lot of the push and pull of this with uh, SpaceX's struggle to get Starlink off the ground in 2024. Some subsidization of some of their prices kind of eased that out. Uh, how easy is it for uh, everyone else? <clears throat> I think that's, that's a very, very important point. Um, to, if you, if you, uh, you compare it with Starlink, so if you want to do broadband, um, by, by the way, we deliver narrowband, okay, narrowband uh, IoT, 5G narrowband IoT from, from satellite, so it's called the NTN, not terrestrial network. So again, it's a standard, so the same device, the same RF module, that you would connect to a cellular network uh, would work to connect to satellite. Okay, and that's a that's a key change uh, uh, of paradigm because you don't need to buy a specific device. You're not attached to a provider, and instead of costing you a couple of hundred dollars, it can cost you five dollars. Okay, that's the same that is produced massively uh, every year. Probably they are sold 150 to 100 million modules every year around the world. <clears throat> so, going back, if you want to deliver broadband, you need to have a, a huge constellation. Uh, for two reasons, because you need to have a lot of capacity and you need to provide um, absolute real-time, because somebody who is connected to the internet wants to, to have the website uh, opening in, 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 in a second, or in a fraction of a second, actually. In the case of, uh, of the sensing uh, of IoT, the massive IoT, this is typically not the case. Most of the use cases are uh, very happy to pay not a lot, but to send also very small messages, so you don't need a lot of capacity, and also not necessarily a lot of times per day. Okay, to give an example, okay, uh, <clears throat> I don't need to send every single uh, minute the status of my uh, uh, oil, uh, oil pipeline. Okay, I just want to send the message whenever there is something that is not right, or uh, if I, I want to open or close the valve or do, or do something. Okay, so all this <coughs> um, makes much more viable to have uh, a capex light and capex less intensive constellation. Okay, so <coughs> with that we can offer to the market uh, prices that are um, very similar to what is now the 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 cellular. Uh, connectivity uh, on satellite. And that's the key, the key changing factor. Fantastic. So to close us out, what can we expect from Satellio in 2024? Oh, that's a great year for us. Um, <clears throat> well, not the 23, 22, 21, the previous one, uh, they haven't been because there has been a fantastic progression. 24 is the year that we're going to uh, be um, commercial. Okay, so this is a very new uh, standard. We've been contributing to the standard uh, that has been closed in 2022, in June 2022. We've been uh, the biggest contributor to the standard from a satellite uh, uh, industry. 
so above any anybody else. We believed a lot on it. Uh, we've been uh, launching and testing uh, with two satellites, and this year we're going to be commercial. So finally, uh, the final customer will be able to connect with a normal device, a modified cellular device. We call it like that uh, to our constellation. So that's probably the key, the key milestone that we are uh, looking for this year. Wonderful. Jean-Luc uh, Rodolfi, thank you very much for your time today. I've really appreciated your insights. Thanks to you. And, um, well, Happy New Year. Thank you. Happy New Year.